forced to get off of home base. We thought it was too dangerous. They said too many people are getting hurt. There were 10 people that were taken off site. A lot of people have been talking about these fires, but it was so much more than that. Podcast 99. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Podcast 99. I'm Ryan Lichten. And I'm Parks Miller. Happy New Year. It's 2024, and here we are with another little gem. <laughs> Still talking know? about it. <laughs> yeah. We told you. Still We told you we was gonna. Well, you know, the beautiful part about Woodstock 99 is there was so much going on that it seems as though there's never going to be an end to the things that we can discover about it. Um, we've done pretty good at covering just about everything. We've interviewed dozens of people. Uh, we've talked about every single set almost, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, right, right. as well as like the vending villages and, and all the different activities and all that stuff. And we uncovered the mystery tape, which is available on our Patreon, patreon.com slash culture dumps. You can actually own the mystery tape now on a USB drive, along with a commentary track, our live show footage, um, and a very cool, uh, poster art. Uh, that's on um, culturedumps.bigcartel.com. But our one of our uh, favorite survivors, uh, who's been a, a very integral part of the show, Andy Thies, uh, a.k.a. Audio Andy, he, mm-hmm. uh, he not only went to Woodstock 99, has been on our show a bunch of times, helped us with our live events, but while he was at Woodstock 99, he had his dad at home record the pay-per-view. So his dad, yeah. which is kind of funny because it's like his dad's watching all this shit go down while he knows his son is there, which is mm-hmm. which is hilarious. But it's like 14 tapes and each of these yeah. tapes are like six hours long, which, by the way, how the fuck is the Titanic VHS tape on a double decker tapes when one of these tapes can hold six hours? Mm. Uh, why, why did they make double? Well, tape sets? is it does it have something to do with the quality? Maybe. Is it like this a is nicer... not good quality. <laughs> well, that's what I mean is I would imagine lesser quality, more tape. Maybe. Right? Also, 97 versus 99 tapes probably improved yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. But uh, so I was going through the process of, of ripping these tapes because we want to put up the like the goal is to put all of them up on our Patreon so you could watch the entire pay-per-view. Now, the problem is these tapes have been in a fucking attic for decades. So the visual like the audio is perfect on on all of them but the video skips some of it's seriously barely watchable it's it's more like something you would throw on as background at like a party like you know or like mm-hmm. i guess like a visualizer at like a, like an event or something like just to have something playing cuz of the grain it's got good grain well the grain yeah the grain and the skipping and the <laughs> jumping and, and all that stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as i was watching this i i i think on the first tape it came around the fourth hour Okay, uh, and I was just letting it play like while I'm doing other shit, and I was just check smoking cigarettes, just chain smoking cigarettes, just like I'm just looking for something I ain't seen yet. Oh, dude, there's a bunch of shit I, I hadn't I hadn't seen because what the pay per view does is it'll like it, you know it's showing the band and then it'll shrink the the band screen and then pull up a side screen of like what's going on in the crowd. And we've talked about that radio booth where they were doing the promotion with the naked girls on top. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. dude, I, I they have like the complete footage of that. That went on for like hours, I guess. And uh, this guy, like at one point, he has a naked girl on each shoulder, and he's like swinging them around like a fucking wrestling move. <laughs> like it, it's getting <laughs> it gets really crazy. 
But I happened to glance over at just the right time to realize that these tapes hold something that we had never seen. We had talked about it briefly mm-hmm. way back uh, on our first day coverage, and that was Andy Dick's live performance. Right, which I had actually like almost forgotten about it even happening. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I um, forgot, too, until I saw him on the screen, and I was like, oh, 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 fuck. And um, yeah, it's... I watched it and uh, it's great. And uh, Ryan put it up on Patreon. Yes, yeah. The video um, is uh, the video is up on there. Um, Patreon.com slash culture dumps, of course. Um, so you could watch it. Um, it's it's short. He was an in between mm-hmm. act, right? And yeah. Now, when we had discovered that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't go all the way back because I don't even know what episode we were talking about it on. Um, I believe we said it was on the West stage. However. Even better, it was on the East stage, the main right. fucking stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh, I want to say it was either right after, I think it was right after live, or maybe right before live. It's definitely daytime. Yeah. Oh, it's daytime for sure. Um, but it's similar. I mean, so the only other, you know, there was Jimmy Fallon did some comedy oh, yeah. songs. Um, but Jimmy's very like this is a lot more like R rated. Andy, Dick, yeah, which has kind of always been his thing. Is he's kind of like, I mean, my impression of Andy Dick is that you know he's kind of like sort of a mess of a person, but then his humor is that he is sort of self referential about how much of like a sex fiend and a or, drug addict he is or he i mean he doesn't he he's not the type to like talk about that stuff he'll just keep doing that stuff like it's part of his shtick but not being like mm-hmm. oh yeah you know i was in rehab instead it's just like give me calc or like you know and that, that becomes right. his thing um, um but also you know i was like okay so andy dick so just a little to go back like i mean he was a he was very big in the 90s he was kind of everywhere i would kind of put him in like the poly shore category yeah. of yeah. sort of being everywhere and at some point in the late 90s like maybe kind of being overexposed in terms of just like you're like i just keep seeing this guy in every situation and it, it was almost like a little annoying or something well and he um, kept fucking up and that that yeah. slowly starts taking over his entire reputation um, I mean, just as soon as he blew up, he started a downfall, which has probably been the longest downfall ever. Um, you know, I talk about uh, on our Patreon a lot. I talk about, you know, like on, on my side series, Ryan's Report, like whatever I'm watching. I've been watching this great show. It's a vice show, Dark Side of Comedy, where it's it's like Dark Side of the Ring, which I've also talked about on there a lot, which is like wrestling scandals and tragedies. Dark Side of Comedy, it's that for comedy, obviously. This mm-hmm. guy, it, I, I don't know how he hasn't had an episode yet. Like it, it, right, this right. is quintessential darkness, like and dark side of comedy, and it starts way back um, in in his career. It, it actually the the first major scandal with him, at least within the comedy world, like not so much the public, but was with the death of Phil Hartman. Uh, you know, he was murdered by his wife, and mm-hmm. it it's rumored that Andy Dick had provided his Phil Hartman's wife with the drugs that she was high on when she murdered him. 
Uh, and this was after Whoa. her trying to get sober. And John Lovitz famously is the one that called him out on that. And they've gotten physical altercations uh, on several occasions. Um, one as recent as less than 15 years ago at the Laugh Factory out here where they had to be separated by a door guy. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's it's like it's like the rumor with like how John Frusciante gave River Phoenix his last dose before River Phoenix oh, overdosed at the Viper yeah. Room. Like it's like that. Right. But the, mm-hmm. the comedy version kind of. Um, and who? to say but uh and again that's hearsay stuff but the real shit is just as bad sexual assaults right. uh, m- misconduct uh you know indecent exposure uh pos- drug possession getting in fights getting getting the shit rocked out of him in in vegas like getting his nose broken and his, his eyebrows split and all this crazy shit like yeah like and who I mean, knows I was why just, you know i didn't i just did a little like andy dick uh had a sexual assault charge a couple years ago and that case finally came through and he is a registered sex offender as of 2022 yeah and then in 2023 just literally a year ago he was arrested for public intoxication and failure to register as a sex offender so that's a bummer because that is literally a year ago and I mean, yeah. It's, and, and at this point, it's like you got to be from our generation to even like, I guess, like care. care about who, you know, And it's a shame because I one thing I love uh, the Ben Stiller show. Oh, yeah. From the 90s. And Andy Dick was on it. Janine uh, Garofalo was on it. Uh, and I was just um, I was just rewatching scenes from uh, the cable guy, which I think was like one of the first movies Ben Stiller directed. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah. know, great movie. And he, there's so many nice little like cameos. I didn't realize before there's David cross, Bob Odenkirk of Mr. Show, Janine Garofalo and Andy Dick are both um, employees of medieval times. Yeah. Dude, get the, medieval not- times, the, the, the nights and shit, they were on strike out here. Isn't that fucking Recently? funny? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, I could imagine that working there sucks and like it feels like a really old school model of business where it just seems like you would have like the, a really shitty boss. Yeah. If you were. Yeah. He's a king. Times. Yeah. He's a bloodthirsty, <laughs> yeah. bloodthirsty tyrant um, king. <laughs> yeah. But and, and it's not like Andy Dick has some, you know revelatory role in no. the cable guy but you know he was in he was in some good i've also talked about this movie scotland pa that i really like uh andy dick was in we actually talked about that on a uh patreon episode about modern remakes of uh classics because it's a uh it's a remake of macbeth but yeah. it's in a it's in a 70s mcdonald's uh but anyway it's just like you look at all that stuff and in the 90s with the ben Siller show etc and it's like he did he, he was kind of just like being there in the right place and right time and it is really sad to um yeah to be arrested for being drunk and failure to register as a sex offender right that's a rough one right like well yeah I, it, I, that's a tough that's a really rough charge yeah it, it's well uh, i was gonna say it's almost as bad no it's not but it's it, it's just a, i mean that that kind of shit gets you thrown in in prison um but yeah he had his own show on mtv the andy dick show which i thought was hilarious right. i remember um mm-hmm. the one where it's like a guy's working at a fudge factory and he's like i'm a fudge packer my father was a fudge packer his father was a fudge packer like that shit's <laughs> hilarious um 
Uh, also, Andy Dick has always been kind of known for his ambiguous sexuality. Um, the, right. the dark rumors are lean more towards him being more into guys for sure. But he, he's, you know, the, had long relationships with women as well. So who knows? But uh, famously, yeah, he was on news radio. That's how he met Phil Hartman and became involved in that scene. Um, but and also like the Comedy Central roast. He's, he's been a fixture on Howard Stern for a long time. But yeah, dozens of arrests, drugs, misconduct, sexual harassment, all that stuff. He was on Celebrity Wife Swap uh, for, for an episode. He didn't have a mm-hmm. wife. It was just someone he was living with. Um, and th- I, I think it's also like that transition of the really sort of just like edgy 90s humor into like some people just did it better. And I feel like when you kind of read some of the things that he was doing as as humor, you're yeah. just like, oh, man, like all that shit like it, it just doesn't age well, which whereas, for instance, I mean, Ben Stiller, uh, you know, I mean, he directed Tropic Thunder and that movie has the blackface and all that stuff. And it's still kind of revered as like a, a classic movie. And it's like, it's OK. It's funny. They did that. All it, that stuff. It got a pass. And, um, yeah. But Andy Dick's kind of stuff is just it's it's a lot more uh, crass, I guess. I mean, it, I I feel like he was he was like a shock value guy. And anyway, that's really what the the Woodstock right performance is right you know? and and that's why he was he was asked to to be there also um i do want to say that uh, a great watch on youtube uh, it's by a guy uh, turkey tom um it's called andy dick hollywood star to homeless predator and it's an hour-long documentary it, re- it it's for youtube i mean it's like fucking pretty quintessential it's amazing okay um, i saw that ad or like i saw it pop up and i wasn't sure yeah oh because andy dick is vouching for it i'll yeah yeah, now that's that's a reference to our other show which by the way folks we don't do this show that much um a just because it's been harder to find folks to be on it we we you know with the exception of this uh we there's really not too much for us to discover um we however uh right now um this episode might come out in time probably not but the documentary that we did work on, Burn It Down, the Woodstock 99 documentary, um, that is now, uh, as I say this on January 3rd, the year of our Lord, 2024, uh, is screening in select Alamo Drafthouse locations. Hopefully that means it'll get a streaming release soon. Um, but, you know, th- there's really not much for us to talk about. So we do another show called Culture Dumps, and that's, you know, deep dive on just about everything besides Woodstock 99. But, uh, yeah, as of recently, Andy Dick was living in an RV with some kind of, like, lowbrow streamer guys, like Twitch guys. And, and um, I don't know what the, what, the, what the platform is called, but there's a thing where you can stream. And if you pay, like, however much money, you can type in text and it'll say it through your speakers. So it's really popular with, like, like alt-right, like, troll guys, like, because people can just, like, mm-hmm. type in slurs and, like, it says it out while they're walking around in public and stuff. But uh, slurs. But he was, uh, you know, he, he was doing that shit for money and he ended up living in an RV with these guys. And one of the guys wakes up and he's just like, that dude was fucking molesting me. Like, what the fuck? And like that, that causes a, a whole bunch Ugh. of shit. But let's talk. And this is recently. This, this is, is re- recent. This is mad. Yeah, recent. This is the, this is what caused him to be a registered sex offender. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, among a, a million other things that could have. And also the thing with Andy Dick, the sad part is like if you live in Hollywood or L.A. and you're any kind of creative person, uh, chances are you'll run into him. And everyone like they were they were up until this 
the last charge, the sex offender shit happened, they were making a documentary called, like, uh, it's like Andy Dick Stories or something, because like, everyone has one. Like, I remember... I was working as a caterer at the premiere for that movie, Get Him to the Greek, which was at the Greek theater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like all these major celebrities are there and comedians and Andy Dick's walking around and he was just hanging out with all the caterers and he mm-hmm. like they they cut him off from the open bar. So he started going around like he came up to me and he, he looked at my tray of glasses I was taking and he picked up like two of the most full ones and started just like polishing off like half finished drinks. And then and then when the thing was closing and we're like, ta- we're, it's literally closing down to the point where we're taking the tablecloths off. He's still pacing around trying to find some other shit. I mean, he, he's just been around and and the problem is when you're that kind of celebrity and you're known for like partying and stuff if you want to you could just survive that way like like you know it's like okay well mm-hmm. i'm i'm not welcome around real famous people and celebrities anymore so i'll just go be the most famous people amongst people like half my age and they think it's funny still and they don't see the problem because they're not familiar with this long history I have. So they'll just mm-hmm. keep the party going until I fuck that up. And then I jump to the next group. And that's, that's kind of where, right. where he stands now. That seems like a dark sort of, and that's, I feel like that, you know, this, you don't really hear the term like a list, B list, C list anymore, but then the dick like list. A, the D, yeah the D list the D, the Andy D list kind of vibe which is yeah because then it seems like you could find a community of uh, enablers basically it's like dude I fucking did blow with Andy Dick yeah you know and it's like you know that kind of stuff and and it's like um, okay yeah so <laughs> yeah guys like that's, that like, that's what you need to be worried about because same thing with like Ron Jeremy like everyone had Ron Jeremy stories out here. And he's oh, yeah, he's at the rainbow. But it's like, yeah, dude, there's a reason why mm-hmm. they're not running around in circles with other recognizable people. You know, it, it's it's yeah. it's dark. But let's talk about the set now. So it's uh, it's fucking high noon at Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. It's the first day sweltering heat. Obviously, it's on the east stage, the biggest fucking stage of the biggest festival of the decade. Um, and. He so he had a band, okay, and I actually had this CD for a while. It's Andy Dick and the Bitches of the Century. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like one of your albums. <laughs> um, that's true. Shout out to Sons of the Bitch. You know, Sons of the Bitch. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, and now the problem with the footage is that it. It, it, you don't get the intro. You don't get like, no, Andy Dick, you know, introduced by Brother Weeze or whatever. Brother Weeze probably was like, I'm not introducing that asshole. But <laughs> but so so yeah. it kind of just cuts from one stage over to over to the East stage where he's playing this song. I'll fuck anything that moves, uh, anything yes. that moves, I'll fuck. And it's like very folky. He's got like it's so classic, like comedy guy shit where it's like he's got two guys they're probably his neighbors in the apartment complex he lives in that can play guitar and and they probably got wasted one night and he was just like freestyling like blues songs and they're like dude this is hilarious and yeah they kind of like, latch on like the 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 folk song almost like um call them like campfire chords where it's like it's like you take you know three or four of like the first guitar chords you learn yeah. when you play guitar and you string them together 
and then you're like, ooh, here, and then like, let's talk about dicks and butts, and and then it's <laughs> and it's kind of like if it's bad, it's kind of like part of the charm, like it's not very polished, you know? Right. Like I almost because I mean, uh, Jimmy Fallon is kind of doing it, but he he's again much more PG. Um, well, he's like doing like parodies Adam, and stuff. Right, right, right. But it's still like the guy with the acoustic guitar. There was Dimitri Martin, who kind of like was a little later. And then I think Adam Sandler, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was very successful. Well, with and it. even if you want to go way back, you could talk about fucking like Smothers Brothers being in the folk scene, you know, yeah. back, and rest mm-hmm. in peace, Tom Smothers, by the way. Um, yeah. But um, and I feel like Tenacious D kind of like did polish it. And like, kind of oh, add like yeah. a lot more musical you like Garfunkel and it. Oats. and then yeah, and then it kind of like, you know that. I mean, because say what you want like, about Andy Dick, <laughs> but he played he played original shit at Woodstock '99. <laughs> oh no, he got to play original songs at Woodstock '99. <laughs> no, I just mean like it definitely has. You're right. Like you categorize it, it. It really has the impression of we all got really drunk one night and wrote these songs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And these are my neighbors. Know, he's, yeah. He has a song called Cock and Balls. There was a oh, song yeah. he plays called Little Brown Ring. Which, oh, you know. which I guess Howard Stern like gave him some praise for, which, by the way, 1999, Howard Stern giving you praise. It, like Howard Stern in 1999 wasn't the guy releasing these like best selling books with like clips of his interviews with fucking like Bruce Springsteen and like, you know, <laughs> guys like that. Like, you know, yeah. n- now he's like revered as like the top interview guy with like these really high end guys. This is no Andy Dick singing Little Brown Ring on Stern was like top tier Stern shit back then. Yeah. Howard Stern is a very different person and personality. I mean, a lot of his original fans complain that he's gone woke because he had like Hillary Clinton on and he just doesn't have that same like extremely, you know, kind of abrasive, controversial bite he used to have. I mean, we've talked about him a lot. Like he used to just like. Bring women on, call them fat, <laughs> see if they would ride a Sibian, like see if they would like basically have like put a dildo in. Yeah. Like have all sorts of people call them freaks, midgets, Queef whatever, contest. just like all sorts of all sorts of crazy stuff. And uh, I mean, to go back to Woodstock 99, we've talked about a lot. I mean, he gets numerous shout outs. Right. Uh, very, I mean, Kid Rock being the one that comes to mind, but um, that, you know, and I don't think he was at Woodstock, or we haven't seen any evidence of it. Um, no. But like, even without being there, it's just like he gets shouted out on the mic like multiple times during the festival. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So yeah, Andy Dick, Andy Dick shouts him out and sings, "Yeah, Little Brown Ring," which uh, if you haven't figured it out, it's about buttholes. Um, <laughs> it's it's a butthole yeah. song. Um, but there's also a part. Probably the, the the part where I was like, oh, we're, we got to do a whole episode on this. Um, <laughs> literally the part. Um, he's like, oh, you got want to see my credentials? And he pulls his wiener out and like jiggles his wiener around in like a very kind of show your tits kind of way where it's just like it's mm-hmm. not like sexual or like trying to be like, check out my dick. It's just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. like you know, <laughs> yeah. and then like puts it away. And I love that he like does his pants too. He like has to wait till he like zips up and buttons up. But um, actually, you know, part of uh, some of his controversy I was reading, he, he got kicked out of a club. I think it's in 2012, maybe um, the w- famous Yuck Yucks in Canada. It's like, you know, big 
comedy club up there uh, for pulling his dick out. He was going to do two nights. He pulled his dick out on the first night. They're like, yeah, you're not doing a second night. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's enough dick. But he also had a I saw this like a couple weeks after Kramer's like really, oh infamous, you know, um, Michael Richards infamous uh, stand up incident. Andy Dick, I guess, did like a parody of it where he just <laughs> does it. <laughs> he just does the exact same thing like two weeks later. God, um dude. So, <laughs> so see, like when when Kramer uh, did it, it's like there's like some weird deep seated racism somewhere in there. It's anger. It's on the fly. Andy Dick parroting that is just Andy Dick going up and doing like an N word set. Like yeah, like it, it's so bizarre. But um, also you know the, when we read the reports, I I can't remember if it was in Rolling Stone or Spin. Maybe one of the newspapers or somewhere else, but wherever we we learned that Andy Dick had performed, it was said that he was booed off stage. That's not what I'm getting from this. Uh, keep, like also, it's like keep in mind that he's on the main stage. There's a billion fucking people there. It seems yeah. like nope. That was like a perfectly curated act for that crowd. I mean, like, even if it was really early at a low estimate, it was still probably like 75,000 people watching, you know, yeah. at a low estimate. Watching so. Andy Dick sing, yeah. yep. I'll fuck anything that moves with the bitches of the century. And I feel like, the, I feel like that was kind of the, the hum- it's like the very self-deprecating, like, I'm a pathetic loser kind of that was the yeah. humor, you know, like I, I'd fu- like I feel like and I mean, I'm sure it still is said, but even that just like, oh, he'll, he'd fuck anything that moves. He fuck anything with a heartbeat like that. Yeah. is. Well, he talks very, about very he talks about uh, fucking a laundry machine at one point, um, an old woman, uh, anything that moves, you know, in laundry machines, yeah. they, mm-hmm. they move, albeit slightly. Um, but what we want to do um, again, if you want to see this. Uh, go and you know I did I did look it up. Um, someone did put up the clip of him pulling his dick out on YouTube, but it's like censored and like you have to hear the guys talking over it and being like, "Oh shit, there's his dick." Um, but if you want to see the full set, uh, it's only about eight minutes long. That is yeah on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/CultureDumps. Now we want to play the audio because we feel like I mean, and you know, whenever we've covered sets before, we haven't covered a set since we did Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, you know, finishing out right. the actual mm-hmm. proper yeah, coverage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I never thought that we would do this again. Um, also, I just want to say Andy Dick, born December 21st, 1965, raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, there. Now I got the, the whole blanket <laughs> fucking statements done uh, with, with him. But um, yeah, so, so we're doing it. But because it's so short, we do want to play the entire audio. I feel like it does translate. Um, you'll know when he pulls his dick out because of how he talks about it. And if you want to see it, you know where to go. But Mm -hmm. this is Andy Dick live at Woodstock 99 on the East Stage Friday. Oh, fuck! Anything that moves. Oh, fuck! Anything that moves. Anything that moves. Oh, fuck! Went to the local laundromat On the washer I did sat A cheaper date I never know Just 25 cents a load I'll fuck anything that moves I'll fuck anything that moves I'll fuck anything that moves Anything that moves I'll fuck Helped an old lady cross the 
street She asked me if I'd like a treat Surely, ma'am, take out your teeth And gum me if you'd please I'll fuck anything that moves I'll fuck anything that moves I'll fuck anything that moves Anything that moves I'll fuck Ladies and gentlemen, the University of Illinois All-Star Junior Triple Billy uh, Oh, I forgot my fucking kazoo, goddammit Looks like I gotta do a little dance now. <laughs> I got... Where's your credentials? Right here. Yes. It's pay-per-view. Fuck it. It doesn't. They're they don't know what they're paying for, huh? <laughs> Went on a date on a Saturday night. Man, that chick was out of sight. I took her home and what did I find? Her dick was bigger than mine. I'll fuck anything that moves. I'll fuck anything that moves. I'll fuck anything that moves. Anything that moves. I'll fuck and suck and fuck and suck and suck, suck, suck. Okay, I got myself into a little bit of trouble. I, I party too hard. You guys are going nuts, but maybe not too nuts. And at least you're not driving. You're driving me crazy, I'll tell you that. I'm going to take you, each one of you, and put you over my knee. Ooh. Yeah, you wish. Promises, promises. Andrew Sherman on this guitar. Tim Walsh, that's part of the bitches of the century. Titty fast, titty fast, titty fast, two o'clock. Titty fast, titty fast, titty fast, two o'clock. Oh. Okay. You know what? I went to jail for one day. And I will give away my booze and pills. Forget my fame. I do not need any chronic weed. Take that cocaine. Revoke my driver's license. Take the drugs and the alcohol. I'll be just fine without them. As long as I can keep my cock and balls. My cock and balls are sweet to me. I love to sing about them My cock and balls are not just me to me I could never live without them And when this life is over And the good Lord comes to call I pray He lets me stay for another day So I can kiss my cock and balls So you can won't you please kiss my cock and Cock and ball. Where's that big inflatable cock? Somebody popped it. Hey, are they ready, these guys? They look like they're ready. Okay. 
here's the hit. Here's my big fat fucking hit. Big deal. Howard Stern. Who loves Howard Stern? Little brown ring, little brown ring, you open up my eyes. Little brown ring, little brown ring, you cut me down to size. I see you in the dark, leaving your brown skin mark. Little brown ring, little brown ring, you're quite a nasty treat Little brown ring, little brown ring Thank you for your smile Little brown ring, little brown ring You're cramping up my style yeah! I know you will hush my fears When you're bringing up the rear Little brown ring, little brown ring, you'll come through in the end. Trepidation at sunset and vine. You know what? I need me a vacation where that sun don't shine. That old yellow moon. Are gonna have ourselves a fling with your tiny, tight little brown ring. Ring, 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 little brown ring, little brown ring. What is it? I can't read it, I'm all sweaty. I got inducted into the mud people. This is mud from the mud people. I know you will fuck me up when you start to pucker up. Little brown ring, little brown ring, silent but deadly. Whisper softly and sing it to me. Spewing out your sweet, sweet poetry. I'm all dressed up with nowhere to go. God damn it! So yeah, that uh, that happened there. Uh, it, it's uh-huh. just uh, it, the. The onion that is Woodstock 99 has so many layers, and I feel like <laughs> right, we're not right. even close to the center. I mean, like I said, you know, we I just watched um, the documentary Burn It Down that that we had uh, we, we had consulted on, and our uh, our friend of the show Andy had had actually given his his handy cam footage that he had taken at Woodstock 99, which by the way was incredible. He filmed the trucks exploding and it's like, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like we're again, we're, we're still fucking finding this shit. It's fucking, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking and crazy. It's totally like makes sense for just the Woodstock 99 crowd. You're, you've, you're just, you know, you've taken drugs, you're not sleeping, you're drinking, you're smoking, and then Annie Dick's just singing about 
his little brown ring and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like <laughs> just, yeah. you know, it's just like a little like. <laughs> well, also, chuckle. you have the excitement of seeing someone that like, you knew you were going to be seeing rock stars all day. But now you're seeing this guy from all these TV shows. That, yeah, he was. That, you know, know, he was very famous at the time, you know, um, and, and we've talked about all the different celebrity, uh, you know, like introducers like uh, Rosie Perez and Steve Baldwin come out like right after that, pretty much to um, uh, to introduce DMX. Um, and then, of course, my favorite was uh, Paul Cusimano from uh, Fraser, who you can't find who, fucking anything yeah. about. <laughs> um, I was sorry. I was also just going to say I'm looking at some of Andy Dick's credits and he had a cameo voice appearance one episode in a cartoon called Stripperella. Do you know about this? No, but that sounds Stripperella awesome. Stripperella is. Do I know uh, about that? I'm gonna this is Stan Lee, um, and it's it was created for Spike TV, and it's Pamela Anderson. I remember. And it's this. basically like Barb Wire the cartoon, and she is like oh, a stripper I fucking remember superhero. This. Um, and it just reminded me that we got to do like a Spike TV Maxim mashup thing because like, I don't know what this is. Oh, theme music by Kid Rock. Oh, it seems like, okay, there was one, one season of it. Um, yeah, Spike TV I'm, is a, but so folks on our other show, uh, culture dumps, you know, yeah, we find things like that, that we call a culture dump and yes, uh, the stripperella cartoon, uh, but yeah, Spike Spike TV, uh, the, the the guys channel that that is right. such a fucking uh, such a fucking dump. Um, but yeah, dude, fucking in, again, Andy Dick, perfect example of a dump as well. Um, I do hope, like, I wish that. I think it's too late, man. Once you're a registered sex offender, that's pretty much it. Had that not had uh, happened yeah. to him, he yeah. he, it would have been nice to see him clean up and like mount some kind of a comeback because I thought that that guy's fucking funny, man. He was out of control. He was, but maybe the out of control aspect is what made him so funny. I don't know. I just don't know. I think, I think like when you, if you're just, you know, if it's years and years of, you know, using drugs like that, I think it's, it's hard to kind of, I don't know. It's like, you gotta have some sort of cut. I mean, you can't be Lemmy or whatever. You yeah. Know? There was like, only it's one. Like you gotta, yeah, and even though, and I mean, honestly, even a guy like Lemmy from Motorhead, it's like the dude still was like putting out tons of albums and touring and working all the time, right? right? So it seems like part of his, I don't know what, but just look, kind of looking at his Andy Dick's career and all that, it's like at some point, if that stuff really just takes over and it's kind of like, he's just, you know, doing a cameo here and there, a little voiceover thing, or just even being like, you know, oh, I'm just going to be having this tiny cameo as myself every once in a while. And so it's not, you know, there's yeah, not really the streaming. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, one of the things he did, so. like with that weird streaming shit was uh, he was crashing at someone's place and they he wouldn't leave or, or something like that. So they call the cops on him. The cops come in and everyone that has access to his stream where you can like type shit in, it'll say it through the speakers. They're like. He has drugs. He was just smoking crack, like looking at like, and they're just like saying all this shit. And he's like, I don't have drugs. Don't listen to them. Like he won't turn it off though, because every time someone says something, he makes some money. So he can't turn it off. But meanwhile, he's like dealing with these cops and like, that's some fucking comedy shit, right? That had it been written, <laughs> it wouldn't be so sad. It would be funny, but because it's real, mm -hmm. it's just like so desperate. And it's just like, guys, stop trying to get me in trouble with the police. This is really serious. There's like a domestic disturbance thing happening here, but also 
thank you for subscribing, smash that like. Like, it's so bizarre. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, we just wanted to, uh, to jump on, yeah, and uh, say, you know, welcome to the new year. I do have one Survivor story so far lined up. So uh, we are still doing this, you know, folks. So, uh, you know, thank you for listening. And as always, if you went to, worked at, or played Woodstock 99, contact us at podcast99official at gmail.com or on our Instagram at podcast99. We also are on Facebook. We barely check that, even though uh, most of the folks that are of the age to have gone to Woodstock 99 tend to use Facebook. So I do check it uh, periodically for your messages. So uh, definitely reach out to us. We're always looking for more of you. Um, If you want to see the set that we just talked about, again, patreon.com slash culturedumps. You can check out our web store, culturedumps.bigcartel.com. I'm Brian Lichten. I've been joined by Parks Miller, and we will see you at Woodstock.